Hello, and welcome to the Sisters in the Spirit podcast. My prayer is that this podcast would be a ray of hope for your week. My name is Sarah St. Clair, and I'm delighted that you have joined me here. We are going to connect around the life-giving truths we find in God's Word and have honest conversation about the challenges we face day to day. I want to encourage you from my own life experiences and also chat with women like yourself who have walked through seasons of suffering and yet remained strong in their faith. Sister, you are not alone. You are precious to the Heavenly Father. Let's grow together as we seek to know Christ and worship Him in every area of our life. Hello, Sisters in the Spirit. Um, Thank you so much for joining me today. Welcome to Episode 2 of our summer season. Um, This episode is a little delayed in being published um, because... With it being Father's Day weekend, we ended up having um, family over and enjoyed celebrating my husband, Tim, who's the father to our six beautiful daughters, and um, he definitely deserves a medal for um, raising six girls um, and providing for them and helping all of us stay anchored and um the emotional uh, upheaval that arises often with that many females in a house. Um, He is definitely the calm to our storm. So I was so uh, just happy to celebrate him and also my dad. And um, we made homemade ice cream shakes and played some games. And it was just a really nice, nice day. Um, man, how is your summer going? Um, it is a rainy week here for South Carolina. Usually, um, the weather pattern is a little bit different. Usually we have sunny skies and then a thunderstorm will roll in mid to late afternoon and then clear up and, um, be sunny for the rest of the night. But we have a rain front that came upon us with a vengeance a few days ago and it's just been sitting here pouring uh, rain on us for a couple days so very uncharacteristic um but it's okay I hopefully it's good for the crops and it's not too much rain but um what's the weather like where you are Hopefully you're catching some sun and finding a little time to get out and enjoy the beauty and fun activities that summer can bring. Um, We have had a busier schedule than what I was anticipating for summertime, but um, it's been good things. Uh, If you've been following the podcast for a while. You've heard me talk about World Upside Down, um, the new art studio that opened up here in Greenville. uh, And me and my husband have been able to get connected and teach there. 
So they are doing uh, summer camps all summer long, doing theater and music, like choir class and acting class and art class um, for like an hour each every morning and based on different themes like um, last week was Encanto week and this week I think is Peter Pan week. So my kids went for one day because I was teaching at my other dance studio and I thought, well, hey, they could just like pop in and enjoy um, being part of that for a little bit. Well, they fell in love with it. And so every morning it's um, get up, pack your little lunch and head off to um, art camp at World Upside Down and they have been having a blast. So it's made for a little bit faster pace for the summertime these past uh, two weeks, but at the same time, it's given me a little bit of a window of an empty, quiet house. I kind of don't know what to do with myself. Um, not because of lack of things that need to be done, but because I'm so not used to the quiet. Um, but I have started organizing spaces in the house that had been kind of, um, too much to tackle during the busy school time. I don't know if you have places like that in your house that you're like, well, when I have a weekend or, um, you know, a free day that isn't, um, on the go, you need a little bit of a chunk of time to tackle some of those spaces. So that's what I have done. And um, I see progress, but I still have to keep pushing to get it done um, and not give up hope. So I have a couple of piles left to organize. I pulled everything out of the pantry and it had become, it's one of those long, narrow pantries. So everything gets just like shoved in the back and forgotten about. So I pulled it all out and I'm getting rid of a lot of it and then finding better, more practical places that are more accessible for what we need. So anyway, if you um, want to share maybe a summer project or a fun thing that you've been doing, you can hop on over to Facebook. We have a Sisters in the Spirit Facebook page. If you're already part of it, I'd love for you to post a picture or just start a conversation about a trip you, you're taking, a family vacation. would love to see pictures of you and your family and um, just know what you've been up to. So um, that is the goal of this podcast is really just to create a community that is, um, connected to each other and, um, a source of encouragement for each other. Um, cause the days can get just busy in, um, ways that like keep us always going and not pausing to connect and, I find in my own heart that I can get lonely and um, loneliness can creep in even when you're surrounded by people. Um, And I think it's one of the attacks of the enemy 
to make us feel like we're alone doing this thing. And I want to remind all of us and even myself that we have sisters in the Lord that are um, fighting the same battles, facing the same challenges, and um, yeah, just encourage each other to keep going. And um, so I hope that this episode will be a little bit of that for you for this week and um, into the weekend. So knowing that I'm posting this a little late in the week, but um, hopefully the timing is just perfect for what you need. So I wanted to take a minute to just um, share some thoughts about living generationally minded. Um, It's been something that has been really an ongoing theme at our church over the past couple years since we started attending Beach Springs. And um, it was really a new eye-opening concept to me. I think so much of my life I've lived... um, focused on the fact that Jesus is coming back, which is awesome. Um, And in mind of eternity and his return. But sometimes in doing so, I forgot that the decisions I make right now are affecting the generations to come. And we don't know when God is coming back, when Jesus is going to return. And when, um, you know, time as we know it will shift and change. And um, so for right now, we, as much as we want to live with our heart and mind, thinking about eternity and mindful of the fact that Jesus could return, we also have to be mindful of the fact that our life is a breath, our um, days on earth are short, and um, yet the decisions and how we choose to live our life are going to have lasting impact on the world. and especially on our children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. So I was reading in my devotions in Psalms and came across these verses that I thought was perfect um, for this whole um, thought and um, wanted to share it with you. Psalm 78 starting in verse 5, says, For he issued his laws to Jacob. He gave his instructions to Israel. He commanded our ancestors to teach them to their children. So the next generation might know them, even the children not yet born. And they, in turn, will teach their own children. So each generation should set its hope anew on God not forgetting his glorious miracles and obeying his commands. So I thought that was so great um, to just start us off with understanding what it means to live generationally 
um, we want to talk to our kids and um, pass down to our children our beliefs in God to renew our hope in him and pass down that um, hope, that belief um, it said not forgetting his glorious miracles. And so we can even testify to our kids and share with them our testimonies of God's faithfulness in the past. And that is going to impact them and I think teach them to keep their eyes open to see God working. And then hopefully, you know, when they're raising their kids, they'll have that example um, to set before them that they would then turn around and talk to their kids about the great things that God's done and not only share about ways that God has helped them, but be like, let me tell you a story about grandma or grandpa and how God showed up for them. And so just wanting to pass down from generation to generation um, the knowledge of God, the hope that we have in God, and the ways that we've seen God show up in our life. Um, another place that I found um hidden in the middle of the Ten Commandments is also this concept of living generationally. So Exodus 20 is where we find the Ten Commandments. It says, Then God gave the people all these instructions. I am the Lord your God who rescued you from the land of Egypt, the place of your slavery. You must not have any other God but me. You must not make for yourself an idol of any kind or an image of anything in the heavens or on the earth or in the sea. You must not bow down to them or worship them. For I am the Lord your God. I am je a jealous God who will not tolerate your affection for any other gods. I lay the sins of the parents upon their children. The entire family is affected, even children in the third and fourth generations of those who reject me. But I lavish unfailing love for a thousand generations on those who love me and obey my commandments. You must not misuse the name of the Lord your God. The Lord will not let you go unpunished if you misuse my name. Remember to observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. And um, it continues on with the rest of the Ten Commandments. But did you hear that? Um, right smack in the middle, it talks about how God lays the sin of the parents upon the generations to come. But then also, if we choose to walk in obedience, he says that he lavishes his unfailing love a thousand generations. So he's even more generous and more um, the effects of living a godly life can produce fruit even more into the future than that of wrong choices and sinful behavior. And so I just see that as um, 
a really great um, encouragement to me and motivator um, to invest in making the right kind of decisions. I feel like society has kind of shared a different belief and has caused us to think that the decisions we make only affect us and we've become very like self-focused and you know it's all about us being happy and um comfortable and so if that choice makes me uncomfortable or unhappy then it must be a bad choice and um that kind of thinking is one not scripturally based and also so detrimental um it does not produce godly fruit in our life because it is feeding the flesh instead of walking in the spirit um you know in galatians it talks about sowing and what you sow you will reap and so as um, believers in Christ, as uh, followers of Jesus, we want to be sowing seeds of righteousness um, so that in the future it will produce fruit of righteousness. And, um, and the fact that it's not only for our lifetime, but the lifetime of those following after us. Um, I don't know. It just stirs something in me that, um, makes me want to be more faithful, to be more, um, thoughtful about what I'm choosing in my daily life. A lot of times we can think about, um, it just being the big decisions, you know, who we marry, where we go to college, um, our career path, uh, what church we attend. And, um, we kind of think of those as being like the choices or decisions that will have the greatest impact. Um, but really when you consider, um, your life, it's really made up of a lot of small decisions, the daily decisions. Am I going to wake up today and spend time watering my spirit with the word of God? Am I going to create an atmosphere of um, Christ-centeredness in my home? Um, am I going to choose to parent my kids intentionally um, or just kind of get through the day and try not to make waves. Um, and so these little decisions can really, I feel like, have a greater impact on eternal eternity um, when you think of the impact it has on the generations. Um, because... It's my little daily choices that are going to have the most impact on my children and therefore kind of 
affect the way that then they turn around and parent and train their children. And you see how it just goes um, more and more generation to generation to generation is passing down these things. Um, and so I think when we're considering this idea of living generationally um, minded, we want to think first how it's going to impact our family, our immediate children, and um, the generations to come in our own family line. Um, I know I had grandparents on both sides that prayed. Um, they prayed daily for their children and for their grandchildren. And um, I really feel like a lot of why I have had the mindset of um, spiritual focus in my life so much, like even when I was tempted to go a different way and um, not um, continue to follow after Christ, like um, God brought me back. And I really feel like a lot of that is because of the faithful prayers of my grandparents. And um, I just think that's amazing. And I want to have that kind of impact on my kids and my grandkids too. Um, but not only does it impact your own immediate family, but also it has a rippling effect into the community. When you think about your family um, choosing to live a godly life, um, people are watching. People at the grocery store, people... Um, at the community events or school functions, like the choices that you make to love your kids, to nurture your kids, to stay faithful to your husband, um, all of those things are not going unseen. And I think if those right choices can impact even one other family in the community and they decide to follow after Christ and to make him their everything too. And, you know, start attending church and start reading the Bible every day. Um, that in turn, then that family can impact a few other families. And that also is affecting generations to come. And of course, that ripple effect then um, spreads out into the world and only eternity will show um, how great the impact a choice of attending an all-night prayer meeting or um, praying faithfully for your kids every day. And what if one of our kids ends up growing up to be um, a big public speaker, or um, even just raising their own ch children faithfully for God. Um, so as you consider maybe some decisions that are in front of you, whether they're big or small, um, I just challenge all of us to think not so much about our comfort or what 
makes us feel good, but about the impact that that choice of not pressing the snooze, but getting up and spending time with God, I feel like that's my hardest struggle and yet the one that has the most impact daily and weekly on my family. Um, but whatever it is for you, whatever comes to mind, the Holy Spirit will show you and um, just be willing to make choices that so generationally um, for the Lord. Um, if you have a family that has um, made wrong choices and there's um, generational sins like it talked about in Exodus 20 and you feel like there's just this, well, I'm going to be this way because my parents were this way and um, you feel in bondage to that or like it's just your destiny. I do um, want to um, just speak into that, that with Christ, a new life is offered to us and we don't have to live according to the generational sins of our parents, even though those are passed down um, the power of the blood of Jesus Christ can um, cover that and we can be set free. So I pray that you would um, just lean into that, talk to God about it, ask him to break those um, generational curses um, and things that would hinder you from living the abundant and new life that Christ has for you. Um, and I just wanted to make sure that I didn't um, fail to acknowledge that um, many of us don't come from Christian families and we're trying to start something new. Well, you know, God is all about new things. And so um, be encouraged with Christ, um, new life and abundant life is ahead of you. So I wanted to leave you um, today with the prayer of the blessing um, that Carrie Joby had written, um, that beautiful song. And so I just wanted to read it for us in closing says, the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. May his favor be upon you and a thousand generations, and your family, and your children, and their children, and their children. May his favor be upon you, and a thousand generations, and on your family, and your children, and their children, and their children. May his presence go before you, and behind you, and beside you, all around you, and within you, he is with you. He is with you. 
in the morning, in the evening, in your coming and your going, in your weeping and rejoicing. He is for you. He is for you. May his presence go before you and behind you and beside you, all around you and within you. He is with you. Amen. I pray that's a blessing to you and um, that this has been an encouragement to you as much as it has been to me just to remain faithful and to live um, intentionally because the generations to come are depending on us. So be sure to connect with me in some way, either finding the Sisters in the Spirit Facebook group um, it's a private Facebook group, and you can look it up over there and request to join. We would love to welcome you over there and continue some of these discussions there. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at raising underscore rubies times six. And I would love to um, have you follow me there and um be able to follow you back. And I just love putting faces with um, the people who are faithfully listening. Um, we are getting close to having 1,500 downloads of this podcast. So that is super amazing to me. And um, I just really enjoy spending these times um, just sharing and talking with you about these things. So have a blessed weekend and we'll catch you here next week. So remember, you are dearly loved. You are not alone and the Heavenly Father delights in you. Bye for now.